Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. Create a brighter future with a savings plan from Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Drive Time on RTE Radio 1 with Sarah McInerney and Cormac O'Hara. The Ukrainian government fears that the besieged eastern city of Bakhmut may soon fall as it endures sustained Russian attacks. The enemy is gradually destroying everything that can be used to protect our positions for reinforcement and defence, Volodymyr Zelensky said in an address yesterday evening. Ukraine, just hours ago, said, though, they had no plans to withdraw from Bakhmut. For the very latest now, I'm joined by journalist John Sweeney, who's been in the Bakhmut area in recent days and joins us now from nearby Krematorsk. John, you're very welcome to the programme. Hi, Cormac. The the fighting seems absolutely vicious in uh, and around Bakhmut. Uh, You're on the ground there. What's it like? Well, um, I've been to Bakhmut seven times, um, but uh, last time in December. But I've made a personal decision that um, I, I, I don't want to go there unless I can get a ride in an armoured car. And I actually said that to a fellow journalist who, who also made the same decision. And they said, no, that they're now they're hitting, um, they're hitting vehicles with anti-tank missiles. So it's quite likely um, that you can get a... Um, it's, sorry, uh, it's quite likely that you can get hit <laughs> even if you're in an armoured car. Mm-hmm. So I then said to my friend, the journalist, listen, um, I want to go there in a tank. <laughs> now, there's some gossip that the Ukrainians actually might be thinking about using their um, uh, their new Leopard tanks, the German-made Leopard tanks, to go in. We're not sure about that. Mm-hmm. I feel that militarily it looks as though it's getting more and more in circles. So the, the, the betting money is on uh, the Ukrainians saying we've, we've fought for six months and it's no uh, dishonour for us to pull out and, um, and go back a bit. Is that your assessment, I, uh, th- John, from what you're hearing, that, they, that the, the city of Bakhmut could fall into Russian hands, even if it is, at this stage, a strategic withdrawal by Ukraine? I, listen, I'm not mystic, Meg. Um, but I, but I, if you look at the map um, and the up-to-date military map, it's it's almost encircled at the moment, and it's never a good idea. No general wants to um, let um, let his troops become encircled. So uh, the the sense most people I speak to, journalists, aid workers some um, some soldiers off the record, is that it's more likely than not that they're going to pull back. The other thing which is true is that you can see that the Ukrainians are making a lot of, they're making um, new defensive positions. Uh, so I've seen in the last couple of days uh, uh, Ukrainian trench digging machines, digging new trenches. Mm-hmm. I've seen um, people working hard on um, um, uh, putting in new pillboxes. I've also seen the the Ukrainian army um, gets um, uh, they're putting in tanks. So you, you you come back like 15 miles from Bakhmut, and you see an awful lot of Ukrainian heavy metals hiding in the woods. 
and our working hypothesis yeah. is they're so, waiting for the Russians. So, so they're defending in Bakhmut and they're, uh, they're digging in more defences further back. Why do you think, John, or can you explain to me um, why the Russians want Bakhmut so much strategically? It's a, uh, I don't think, it, it, it's not, it's not a massive strategic thing, I think. There is a symbolism in the in the same way that there was a symbolism uh, for the Nazis capturing Stalingrad. Now, um, this this time round, let's remember Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, sad as it is, the reality is that Russia is the invading country. It is more like the Nazis um, than not in terms of invading countries that are at peace. So they have a big, big investment. We suspect that what's going to happen next is that the Ukrainians are going to use the, the new heavy metal they've got to smash forward and to hit another part of the Russian killing machine away from Bakhmut. Mm-hmm. And so therefore what you'll have is a, I mean, it's like boxing, you know, uh, the Russians are expecting uh, the Ukrainians to keep on hitting them in Bakhmut or keep on fighting in Bakhmut. But no, uh, we think the Ukrainian boxer might um, might play a feint and then start an entirely new attack somewhere else. The issue at the moment is the ground is very, very muddy. I mean, we were we were stuck in the mud uh, yesterday, and we had to get pulled out by the Ukrainian army because our four by four was just kind of um, consumed with mud. So, the, so, so it's conditions, not a good time to move forward. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, this is difficult. The conditions are extremely difficult, it seems. Um, but as we say, the fighting is vicious. Even the the head of the Wagner Group, uh, Yevgeny Prigozhin. He was saying that the Ukrainian military are throwing extra reserves into the uh, battle. They're trying to hold the town, he says, with all their strength. They're putting up uh, a dogged defence. But it's hard to know at this stage how many people on the Russian side and the Ukrainian side have been killed, in even in Bakhmut, John. Yes. So the Ukrainians, as a matter of policy, um, don't put these numbers out. Um, of their own um, people have been killed. The Russian, but they do put out an estimate of how, how many of the Russians have been killed. Um, and I, well, and these numbers are enormous. But in Bakhmut, we just don't know. What we do know is, and you can you can see from uh, from drone footage, there is the Russians have taken terrible, terrible losses. The problem, of course, is that Vladimir Putin doesn't really care about these losses because he is a dictator whereas on the ukrainian side because ukraine's a democracy they care very much about losing a single soldier mm-hmm. so there is a kind of disparity between the two well it seems that they could use uh, ukraine uh, all of the tanks that have been promised and the new equipment that have been promised uh, as quickly as possible and in the last two hours olaf scholz uh, of Germany, the Chancellor in Germany is saying that they're going to ramp up ammunition production as well to uh, expedite uh, supplies uh, to Ukraine. Look, John Sweeney in Krimatorsk near uh, Bakhmut, thank you very much indeed for joining us on the programme this evening.